0: Today, on the John Ankerberg Show, we will take you to South Asia and specifically visit the nation of India. India is the second most populous nation in the world with over 1.3 billion people, second only to China with 1.4 billion. More than 700 languages are spoken in India, and it is known for its enormous cities, its majestic mountains, its beautiful beaches, its 300,000 mosques, and over 2 million Hindu temples. But at the same time, 21% of India's population suffers from hunger, and 75% of the people live on less than $2 per day. Jesus commanded Christians to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature and make disciples of all the nations. But how can this be done in India when people speak over 700 different languages and many believe in one of over 330 million gods? My guest today is Morgan Jackson, Director of Faith Comes By Hearing, who will tell us what happens when people in India hear the words of Jesus in their own language for the very first time on this edition of The John Inkerberg Show. Welcome to our program. I'm John Ankerberg, and my guest is Morgan Jackson, the director of Faith Comes By Hearing. He's working with over a million churches overseas, mostly with nationals. Now, folks, today we're going to take you to South Asia. Now South Asia is a huge area. Just one of the nations in South Asia is India. And they have almost more people now than China. Soon they will overpass the population of China. They're on the border with each other. So you got two huge nations back to back. We want to see the Word of God spread in India. And actually, there's an openness to people that do not know Christ. They are getting curious about knowing who Jesus is. And one of the best ways to do that is by presenting an audio proclaimer. And uh, we're going to talk about that in a moment. But we've talked about church planting in places where people have never heard the Word of God. And I want you to kind of define those terms for people that are just joining us for the first time. What is a church planter? What do they do? What happens? Well, John, in, in India we're seeing one of the
1: greatest church planting movements ever with huge resistance and opposition. But when we talk about church planting in India, what we're often talking about is Christians and believers who have come to faith in Christ, who now have a passion to take the Word of God to unreached communities. So church planters like the Timothy Initiative and others have found that using a Bible in audio, so there's over 500 languages spoken in India, Faith Comments by has recorded 1,700 languages total, but in India we have almost 100, and we have all the majority languages. So we have scripture for 90% of the people. So what they'll have us do, a proclaimer can carry as many as four languages. They like it because most of the villages don't have electricity or rare. So the solar panel allows the proclaimer to be recharged 3,000 times. Each time you can play for 12 hours. Don't see the sun, hand crank it, charge it. This is made out of the same material you make a football helmet out of. And it's loud enough that over a thousand people can hear. So what they have found is using the audio Bible will increase the number of churches they plant by 34% and the number of new believers by 27% because it's in the mother tongue. Now here's the process. They follow the scriptural model. So a man or woman, sometimes illiterate, is given an audio Bible, sometimes a smaller proclaimer, they will go into a community and they will usually identify first a family member, somebody they know. They're, they're going to a place where they have some connection. They find a the man or woman at peace, have tea with them, then they introduce the audio Bible. Now in these communities they don't have TV, they oftentimes don't have radio, they don't have electricity, and most of them have never had anything in their own language. So when they push the play button and out of it comes Scripture in their own language, there's this this interest and shock. And so they'll leave the audio Bible with them. Now, remember, India is almost 1.4 billion people. So people live cheek to jowl. They're just like this. So when they play an audio Bible, they're not staying in their huts or their homes. It's too hot. It's humid. It's hot. So most things are done outside under a tree or open. So when they put it outside, neighbors and others' children are wanting to hear. They're listening to these scriptures. So just an example, the, the Timothy Initiative has this model of they have a Paul. A Paul may be over like a thousand churches. He's kind of the, the, the person that's training trainers. So then he trains Timothys. Timothys are the ones that are actually planting churches. So they're going out to the villages to plant churches. Then you have the Tituses that the Timothys are training. So they're finding a local person and if that person comes to Christ they're then training them giving them an audio Bible but they're also providing training. Showing them how to worship, prayer uh, all of the different you know, how to celebrate communion baptism. All of the the tenets of our faith. So one of these Timothy's went to a village, and in that village, the local headman with the people rose up, beat him, and drove him out. Now, the wife, or not the wife, the daughter in law of the headman actually worked in another village. He shared the gospel with her. She came to faith in Christ. Now, she was able to read, which was not that common. He gave her a printed Bible. But she's now living in the father-in-law's home with her husband, and there's almost zero privacy. And the father-in-law caught her with the Bible. And he tore it out of her hands, destroyed it, and beat her for having it, and forbade her from having anything to do with the church. Well, the Timothy met her again, and this time he gave her the small audio Bible and headphones. So now she has it, and she's listening to it. They see the headphones, they think she's listening to the radio. That's right. No problem. Well, the father-in-law gets sick with cancer and is dying. And as he's getting sick and weaker, one day she takes courage, realizing he can't get up to beat her. Right. She takes this, takes the speaker off and puts it close enough to where he has to hear it. He is mad, but he can't do anything about yeah, it. He right. can't get up out of the bed. He's listening every day for two days. He's listening at the end of two days, when she came over to his pallet, she found him weeping. He wanted to accept Christ. So he asked her, could you get this Timothy, this guy to come back and share with me how to follow this Jesus Christ?
0: Yeah, who was actually basically a church planter that had gotten beaten up before. Now he's invited (laughs) back into the house. He's back into the village to the headman of the guy
1: who had led the charge against beating him. So when he comes in, people in the village saw him and, and came running and were confronting him as he stood in front of the headman's house, preparing to beat him, yelling at, We told you you were not to come back. Now again, when we think a house, we're thinking a big house. This is just basically a hut. So he's on a pallet, window right there, they're outside the window. So he yells out, leave him alone, I've invited him, which kind of he's the headman, so he can do that, but they're all kind of shocked this Timothy leads this man to faith in Christ. Now, he passes away and dies. But because of this, the husband now is no longer uh, oppressing this woman. And so she's got her proclaimer. And now people know she's a believer. And women and others are now starting to come and listen. And so the first step of a church being planted there. Now, there's another young man that this Timothy is over that I talked to. Now, he and his wife were speaking to me about how they had come to faith. So the Timothy had shared the gospel with him. He had gotten a proclaimer. And as he was being discipled, he then used it where his mother and his wife were able to come to faith. Now his comment and the wife's comment was that our house was full of, of just pain. He said there was a lot of anger, bitterness, of bitterness of between my mother-in-law was my enemy. I had lost a son. There was just sickness. There was no peace. And she said, as she heard the word of God, she was amazed because they, of course, offer sacrifices to their gods, which are demons. But they don't do anything for you. They don't love you. And as she's watching Jesus, he's loving people. Now, she had lost a son. And so when she's hearing the dramatized scripture, word for word, she hears the story in Luke 7 where Jesus is walking by a city, and they're bringing out the son, the only son of a widow. And she's weeping and sobbing. And she says, Jesus stops, goes over, and compassionately heals the boy. For And so hearing that, just this is so different from anything. She then came to faith in Christ. So did her mother-in-law. Now, initially, when their family came to faith, the whole village rejected them because they had given up their gods and goddesses. But what happened is
0: everybody again lives cheek to jowl. Just like with the picture behind you, the fact is everybody is close.
1: Right. And so when people are fighting, which they were fighting, these, this woman with her mother in law hated each other. and always, She's in her mother in law's home. They're always yelling and screaming at each other, and everybody's living in a similar situation with their Mm mother-in-law. Now, all of a sudden, this woman with a deep smile, I said, so what's the relationship with your mother-in-law? She says, my mother-in-law loves me and I love her. And so she talked about seven women that were coming to listen with her, 20 children. But it was interesting that she said, one of the main reasons the women are coming to listen is they've seen the relationship change with my mother-in-law and they're looking for a solution for their mother-in-law. Now, this young man now has a church of about 50 people, but he's taken that one proclaimer and he's now gone out to eight different villages and he has eight different listening groups and he's planting eight different churches. Now, of course, he and the Timothy, so he would be the Titus, are both saying, please, can we have eight proclaimers? Because each village is is frustrated because he's coming once a week and they're able to listen, but they want to listen
0: all the time. And he's not leaving it with them. Let's talk about a temple priest. And he came in contact with an audio proclaimer. And what happened? Well, he came in contact because his son-in-law and daughter
1: were coming to faith in Christ, and it was, he, was, he was a feared man in his community because he could put curses on people. He practiced black magic, and so people feared him, and so he received resources and money. Well, now his daughter and son-in-law are becoming believers in Christ, Christians. So he practiced all of his black arts to stop this, and all of it failed. His son-in-law and daughter came to faith in Christ, so he completely wrote them off now the son-in-law one day met him in the village and his face towards him was different instead of cursing him and being evil towards him there was an openness so he shared the gospel of christ and he saw by his father-in-law's expression that there was an openness now the father-in-law was completely illiterate and he then knew that if he could provide the audio bible he could take an advantage of this opportunity again They've learned now that the audio Bible is just this awesome tool because people can listen on their own and allows the Holy Spirit and the word of God to do its work. And so he gave him a proclaimer. And this temple priest did nothing but listen to it. It's like once the word of God was so sweet to him, so different to him that he soon. I mean, he quickly recognized he knew his sin. I mean, he knew he was evil. There was no doubt who he was serving he was serving demons he was an evil man and as the gospel presented itself he repented he invited his son-in-law to come over he accepted Christ well now you can imagine in that community where he's the temple priest and now he's proclaiming Jesus Christ and his greatest joy is to tell everybody about what he did before and how evil it was and how deceptive it was and how this now is the real God Jesus is the real son of God and how he delivers and how he heals and how you don't have to make sacrifice anymore because he's made the sacrifice for you. And then he invites people to come and listen to the proclamation. <laughs> so, and, and this is what always seems to be happening. And sometimes the person of peace is to us the most evil person in the community. But they're the ones when they're transformed
0: have the greatest impact on others. Yeah. Tell the folks, how many Christians are asking us to provide audio proclaimers for them because they know their neighbors need it or their neighbors are open to it? And we're getting swamped with the people for South Asia, basically, that need and want (laughs) proclaimers
1: desperately. There's a minimum of of some 30,000 that's needed for India alone this coming year. Now, that to me is an exciting thing because there's an openness. Everybody perceives India as being closed. But all the church planners, what they're telling me is, yes, there may be initial resistance, but they've never heard about Jesus. Or if they've heard about Jesus, they've, they've heard about it in a language, English or something else. They've perceived Jesus as being Western. English-speaking only, because he comes from a book, and so when they hear it, and it's in their language, and Jesus is a carpenter, he's the God of the poor, and their poor. So when they hear that he was born in a manger, he was a carpenter. Carpenters are among the poorest in their community. What? And that he walks everywhere, he's a shepherd, so he identifies. All of his stories identify with them, because they're about seed, and planting, and harvest. So he's not telling stories or preaching something way up here. He's communicating to them he's the God of the poor. And so, I mean, when I, when I look at India, uh, I just love India. Yeah.
0: You know, we travel a lot. So the fact is, is when you go into different countries, usually the taxi drivers, a lot of them are Indians. I always ask them, what language do you speak in India? And they'll tell me. And I said, uh, Do you hear your language much in this country? No. And they say, no. I said, would you like to hear it? Their face just lights up. Yeah, I would. And I say, here's on our app that you can have. And the fact is, it's on your computer. It's on. You can just download this. And the fact is, look at the list of names and find your language. So, they go down this list, (laughs) and they're looking, looking, looking. And all of a sudden, they find one, and it's their language. And they said, now what? I said, well, just uh, press the button over here and it'll start to talk to you in your language. And they press the button and all of a sudden they hear their language. It might be the Gospel of Mark or Luke or John or something like that. That doesn't matter to them at that moment. All they are thrilled to hear is their own language. They'll just sit there and listen to it all the time because they're all alone in any country around the world. And they want to hear, and they love listening to the Scripture, actually. And, John, you brought up a good point.
1: Uh, So what can you do in the United States? You download the John Ankerberg app, and it has the audio Bible in all of our 1,700 languages. Or you download Bible is our app, Bible.is. And whenever you hear an accent, learn to just go in, do a search for the language. I did it in an Uber last week. I was in New York, Uh and the guy was from Sierra Leone. And we went through all of the languages until I I found his mother tongue. And he was from a different religion. But he's hearing scripture. He's blown away. He's looking at me saying, where did you come from that you speak my, I don't speak his language, but the the phone speaks every language. Now, India is a huge place. And I just get, I just get pumped because we have
0: workers that are willing to die to take the gospel. Yeah, it they takes just a lot tools. of courage to do this, and we've got a lot of people that are wanting to do this, but they're asking for audio proclaimers. So yep. we've got 30,000 on the table right now that they're asking for, and we've got a special offer for them if people will help. If you have a heart to reach people in these countries that we're talking about, especially India, the fact is, Morgan, tell them about the offer. Well, I was in a friend's home uh, just this weekend and I was
1: telling him that you know I'm coming on your program he introduced me to you and so he was pretty excited him and his wife and I was talking about we we have a single match we have an anonymous donor that when somebody gives a $500 gift to the John Ankerberg program to sponsor a proclaimer that donor will provide another proclaimer they'll match it the proclaimer and he was like I told him we were doing programs in South Asia and India. And he said, I love India. We love, my wife and I love India. He said, we'll provide a third. And I said, really? Yes. And I said, okay, so a donor provides one. We'll have an anonymous donor provide the second one and you'll provide the third one. Yes. He said, I love the Indian people. I love India. So on this program, if you want to help us reach India, then for every proclaimer you fund, two others will be provided. Now, remember, in India, on average, four groups will be formed with each proclaimer. And about 100 people will listen. So when you provide one proclaimer, that's 300 people. And many of these, these will be brand new believers. So you're bringing at least 150 people to faith in Christ. And you're bringing them by having them listen to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the whole New Testament. So they're being discipled while they come to Christ. There's no better way than the Word of God in their mother tongue. Yeah. And so, and yeah, if you decide, hey, I want to give four, then that means 12 communities, but four groups per, you almost have 50 different communities that will be listening to scripture because of being over a thousand
0: people will be hearing the word of God, discipled and coming to faith. Yeah. Folks, I would just say, how many people do you have in your church? You might only have 500. Would you like to start a church all by yourself that yeah. would reach a thousand? you can do it. And we have a special opportunity going, we don't have this all the time. This is a very special opportunity. So, listen, if God is laying this on your heart, let us know how many audio Bibles you'd like to send to South Asia. Now, uh, thanks for joining us this week. Thank you, Morgan, for all that you told us. And uh, folks, you'll stay tuned. I've got just a personal word for you in just a moment.
1: STAY TUNED. JOHN WILL BE RIGHT BACK.
0: Now, THANKS FOR JOINING ME TODAY. WHEN YOU HEAR OF HOW THE CHRISTIAN PEOPLE IN INDIA ARE SO EAGER TO SHARE THEIR FAITH IN JESUS WITH FAMILY AND FRIENDS AND DESPERATELY WANT TO GET AN AUDIO PROCLAIMER, YOUR HEART GOES OUT TO THEM. GOD WANTS THEM TO HEAR HIS MESSAGE ABOUT HIS SON, JESUS, THAT DIED FOR THEIR SINS. Unfortunately. THE MAJORITY OF PEOPLE IN INDIA KNOW LITTLE OR NOTHING ABOUT JESUS. SO CHRISTIANS ARE REQUESTING THAT WE PROVIDE THEM 50,000 MORE AUDIO BIBLES TO HELP THEM REACH THEIR OWN PEOPLE. AND TODAY WE HAVE TWO VERY GENEROUS DONORS WHO CARE SO MUCH ABOUT INDIA THAT THEY HAVE BOTH PROMISED TO MATCH EVERY AUDIO BIBLE GOD LEADS YOU TO GIVE TODAY. HERE'S HOW IT WILL WORK. IF YOU GIVE A GIFT OF $500, For one audio proclaimer, a special donor will match your gift by adding one more audio proclaimer for a total of two. Then another special donor will add one more audio proclaimer to your gift, making it a total of three audio proclaimers. So your gift of $500 for one audio proclaimer matched by both donors will mean you'll actually be giving a total of three audio proclaimers to people in India. AND IF YOU GIVE A GIFT OF $1,000 FOR TWO AUDIO PROCLAIMERS, YOUR GIFT WILL BE MATCHED BY OUR TWO SPECIAL DONORS, AND YOU'LL BE ABLE TO GIVE SIX AUDIO PROCLAIMERS. AND IF YOU GIVE A GIFT OF $2,000 FOR FOUR AUDIO PROCLAIMERS, YOUR GIFT WILL BE MATCHED BY BOTH OF OUR DONORS, AND LISTEN TO THIS, YOU'LL BE GIVING 12 AUDIO PROCLAIMERS. AND IF YOU WISH TO GIVE A LARGER NUMBER OF AUDIO PROCLAIMERS, WHATEVER SIZE YOUR LARGER GIFT IS, EACH DEVICE WILL ALSO BE MATCHED BY OUR TWO SPECIAL DONORS. FOLKS, BECAUSE OF YOUR GIFTS, THERE ARE NOW OVER 11 MILLION PEOPLE IN LISTENING GROUPS LISTENING EACH WEEK TO AUDIO BIBLES IN 46 DIFFERENT NATIONS IN 253 DIFFERENT LANGUAGES. MORE THAN HALF OF THESE PEOPLE HAVE INVITED JESUS TO COME INTO THEIR LIVES maybe today you can give a gift of $30 for one micro SD card. If so, your gift will be matched by both of our donors and you can provide three micro SD cards for people who can insert them into any cell phone even if they are not connected to the internet. It will immediately let them hear the whole New Testament in their own language and allow them to watch the Jesus film. If you give a gift of $60, YOUR GIFT WILL BE MATCHED BY BOTH DONORS, AND YOU CAN PROVIDE SIX MICRO SD CARDS FOR THEIR CELL PHONES. AND THEN THIRD, IF YOU PROVIDE ONE MICRO SD CARD AND ONE BIBLE STICK FOR A GIFT OF $100, YOUR GIFT WILL BE MATCHED BY BOTH DONORS AND YOU WILL PROVIDE THREE MICRO SD CARDS AND THREE BIBLE STICKS. NOW BIBLE STICKS ARE PERSONAL DIGITAL PLAYERS THAT ARE BATTERY POWERED AND COME LOADED WITH AN AUDIO BIBLE AND EARPHONES SO THAT PEOPLE CAN LISTEN TO THE BIBLE PRIVATELY. BOTH THE MICRO-SD CARDS AND THE BIBLE STICKS ARE VERY VALUABLE IN INDIA AND SOUTH ASIA. AND YOUR GIFT WILL ALSO HELP US PRESENT THE GOSPEL ON TV OVERSEAS IN EXTREMELY POOR COUNTRIES. THEN I WANT TO SHARE WITH YOU A GIFT IDEA THAT HAS ETERNAL VALUE. THIS SEASON YOU MAY WANT TO CONSIDER GIVING AN AUDIO BIBLE DEVICE ON BEHALF OF ONE OF YOUR LOVED ONES. IF YOU'D LIKE TO PROVIDE ONE OR MORE OF THESE DEVICES, WE WILL SEND YOU AN HONOR CARD THAT YOU CAN PERSONALIZE AND GIVE TO YOUR LOVED ONES THAT EXPLAINS HOW AN AUDIO BIBLE WAS GIVEN ON THEIR BEHALF. SO IF GOD LEADS YOU TO PROVIDE ONE, TWO, THREE, OR FOUR AUDIO BIBLES TO REACH PEOPLE WHO HAVE NEVER HEARD THE GOSPEL IN THEIR LANGUAGE, OR YOU WISH TO PROVIDE THREE MICRO-SD CARDS TO PUT IN THEIR PHONES WITH THREE BIBLE STICKS TO LISTEN TO THE BIBLE PRIVATELY, IF YOU LIVE IN THE UNITED STATES, PLEASE CALL US NOW AT 1-800-805-3030. THAT'S 1-800-805-3030. YOU MAY ALSO CALL THAT SAME NUMBER ANY DAY THIS WEEK, 24 HOURS A DAY. Or you may give your gift at our website at jashow.org, where we have a secure place for you to give your gift. That's jashow.org. Then, if you live in Canada, please call us at 1-866-746-5803. That's 1-866-746-5803. OR YOU MAY GIVE YOUR GIFT AT OUR CANADIAN WEBSITE AT JASHOW.C.A. THAT'S JASHOW.C.A. AND FOLKS, WHEN WE RECEIVE YOUR GIFT, WE WILL SEND YOU A RECEIPT AND A PERSONAL THANK YOU. I BELIEVE GOD IS USING YOUR GIFTS IN A GREAT WAY TO REACH PEOPLE WITH THE GOSPEL.